This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 107, Weathering the Storm. In this episode, I've got some knitting and a little bit of spinning and quite a few distractions and some procrastination. And I'll fill you all in on how the weather here in Colorado has been treating us. But I suppose to get this all started, we should start with some updates. So lately, I have been very, very busy. What do I have for you in updates? So I think 27 Things is going really, really well. And I heard from probably three or four of you since I released that episode that you do remember the Fly Lady. I am not crazy. That's where it came from. God, that was such a long time ago. But I have been making progress here and there. There are days, of course, where I think 27 Things sometimes is just putting away the dishes or putting away laundry. But other days I can squeeze out a little bit of time you know, 15, 20 minutes here or there to go down the craft room and get things a little bit more organized, which has been really, really nice. It's definitely been a lot less overwhelming since I started doing that, so I'm super pleased. What else has been going on? So I was going to publish a pattern, but that didn't happen because I got distracted by blizzards and taxes and a few other things. So that's still coming up. I should be able to get the finishing touches put on that this coming week. I'll talk a little bit more about the actual project and how it progressed when I get to spinning my wheels. What else has been going on? We are counting down the days until Itty Bitty graduates from high school. We're like two months away now. That's just crazy. I cannot believe it. She's in the last semester of her senior year of high school, and she'll be headed off to college come next fall. And she's like, she's totally my anxious child. So she keeps going through these periods where she's freaking out about growing up and all of this other stuff. And we just keep trying to remind her, like, hey, you can only do and control what you're doing today. It'll be fine. You know, what's your next goal? So her next goal is graduation. So every day, as long as she's making progress toward that goal, she's doing great. You know, she's going to class. She's doing her homework. Her grades are great. So I think we're keeping her on track there. And really, I think that's just about all I've got going on in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it's on to spin a tail. In this edition, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about how the weather's been treating us here in Colorado. So if you watch the news at all or, you know, saw things on social media, you will have heard about the bomb cyclone. So we had a straight up blizzard last week and it was interesting. I would go so far as to say it was my first blizzard and we get a lot of snow. Like we've gotten a lot of snow this year and I'm like, okay, so what really, really classifies a snowstorm as a blizzard? And apparently it is the wind. Sustained winds for three or more hours over 30 miles an hour. And boy, did we have that. I would say that we probably had 12 hours of sustained winds over 30 miles an hour. And it was very, very interesting. We were super duper lucky because 
um, we did not lose power. I know a lot of people lost power and they weren't, I mean, because the storm was so bad and there was so much snow dumped on us, people couldn't go anywhere to, you know, find relief. So like my brother lives two miles from me. They were out of power for 36 hours or so, maybe a little bit more. But the first night, there's no way they would have gotten to our house safely to, you know, snuggle up in the heat and the warmth. So that kind of stunk for them. It was insane. I had to go out to the barn, you know, to feed the animals and make sure they were all, you know, doing well. And I swear, I was not prepared for that. I put on a coat, I put on waterproof pants, and like I headed out around the house, around the corner, and I realized that I was walking you know, at that weird cartoon angle into the wind. And I couldn't look up to see where I was going because the snow was hitting my face so, so badly. So I went back to the house, dug into our snowboarding gear, got goggles and a face mask and put on real gloves and a, like a thicker coat. And I traipsed through the snow and went out and fed the animals. That was fun. It was interesting for sure. We kept power so we didn't lose food or heat or anything like that. However, by one o'clock in the afternoon, on the first day, uh, we were out of internet, which isn't usually a horrible thing, except for the fact that we, like two weeks ago, we gave up our cable, and so there was no television. We did go downstairs into the basement and watch some movies. We went to the old faithful Constantine and watched that. We all love it and really thoroughly enjoyed that. What else? So the boy, he's a nurse, and he works in an operating room, and he left for work, at like nine o'clock in the morning, the day of the blizzard. And it wasn't bad at all. Like there was a little bit of wind, a little bit of snow, nothing bad. So he works about 45 minutes from the house. And where he was, they got completely passed over by the storm. They had some strong winds in the morning and some rain, but no snow. But because of how bad the weather was between here and there, he got stuck and had to spend the night in the hospital. They put him up in the sleep study room. Isn't that hilarious? Like, so we had this little hotel room inside the hospital he works at where he spent the night. And because other people couldn't actually get to work, he ended up being on call overnight and, you know, took some cases and stuff. So that was interesting. But by about eight o'clock in the morning on Thursday, he was able to very, very slowly make the trek home. And it was crazy. He FaceTimed me. Like he put, he put his phone in his holder on his dashboard and he FaceTimed me while he's driving down the road. Like there's two main roads between our house and the highway. And both roads were absolutely littered with people that had to abandon their cars the day before. Like why were you even out in that trying to drive? It looked like the zombie apocalypse. He's driving down this road, there's just cars everywhere and he's creeping along. And I just kept thinking to myself, where are the zombies hiding? It was hilarious. But we all weathered the storm well. Thursday night, my brother and his family ended up coming over here to spend the night. And that was fun. Little sleepover, wine, good food, and we had a blast. So last winter was certainly no kind of predictor at all about what the potential for weather is here where we live. So that was definitely very interesting. But we came through it fine. And we've, you know, the boy runs off most weekends to go snowboarding. So we're actually enjoying all that winter has to offer here in Colorado. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. So since I last recorded, I have been getting a few things done, getting a few things finished, getting a few things started, 
But overall, I feel like I'm making some progress and I'm not disappointed in myself. So that's super good. All right. So I've been spinning pretty much monogamously on the dreaded fleece, which is good because, you know, I did abandon the dreaded fleece for quite some time. I'm comfortable with that I'm spinning the fleece the way it wants to be fleeced, despite the fact that it was over-processed. And I think I'm going to get a very usable yarn that I love in the end. I finished another two ounces and that's some pretty decent progress. I believe that I have finished 24 out of 36 ounces, so I've got 12 ounces to go. What I really need to do is on the next two ounces, because um, I pretty much am doing my dedicated like 15 minutes a day spinning on the dreaded fleece, but I have absolutely no idea how much progress I make in that 15 minutes. So for I think for this next two ounces, I'm actually gonna calculate like how many 15 minute sessions does it take for me to finish two ounces on the dreaded fleece? So that should be an interesting little experiment and we'll see how that goes. I haven't done any sewing since last we spoke. I goofed off a little bit, I think if you recall, with some leather, but I have, ugh, I, so I, there are things I want to sew with the leather. However, I do not know how to prepare the leather to be sewn. The scrap leather that I have is, like, it depends on what you're going to do with it. If you were going to line the item that you're sewing, it's all well and good. But I don't plan to do that. I want it to be just leather, just the single piece, to do a couple things, like I made a DPN project holder. But the problem is, is that the inside of the leather is not treated, hasn't been burnished or anything. So it's very, very fuzzy and it gets kind of all over everything. So I need to figure out how to fix that. Like, I know how to fix it. I don't know how to inexpensively acquire the tools to do that. And, you know, when I started that whole adventure, I said the last thing I wanted to do was buy more tools, right? So we'll see how that goes. Actually, I believe one of my knit girls done quite a bit of leather work in her years. So she may be able to give me some pointers and lead me in the right direction. And she may have, like, tools on hand that I could borrow or use. So we'll see how that goes. All right, in knitting. I've been making, I've knit a bajillion stitches, I think. Um... What have I done? The socks that I was working on for the pattern, I did finish. And I'm very, very pleased with the final product. I took photographs of them and I swatched for the other stitch pattern options for the panel. I know you don't know what I'm talking about yet because I haven't really given you all the details, but I will soon. The yarn that I chose was a very light fingering, which I really wasn't expecting because when I bought it, it said it was a fingering weight yarn, but it's definitely not. It's a light fingering. So I ended up with 10 stitches per inch in my desired fabric, which is lovely. I absolutely love the fabric and the feel and the hand of the socks, but I had to make some accommodations because normally I'm knitting socks at about eight stitches per inch. So I had to adjust measurements and calculations and things like that from what I originally had intended. So the publication of that pattern is a little bit slowed because the math is gonna take me a little longer than I expected. Oh, and I did get distracted by things like taxes and the blizzard and, you know, I got all the knitting done, got photos taken. I just haven't actually finished writing up the pattern, but hope to this week. So what is the yarn? So the yarn that I'm using is Valentina by Bermont. And it is, I have two colors. Um, one is cream and one is pink in each sock and the skeins were small. It actually is only 218 yards per skein, but the cost was relatively inexpensive and that made me happy. It's 60% alpaca and 40% merino. I, th I don't think the way that it's spun that it's going to be like a super tough wearing yarn for socks. However, it is definitely a snuggly, cuddly, um, on the couch in winter, in your pajamas kind of sock. And I'm very, very, very pleased with the final product and pleased with that yarn, even though I would have really loved it to be eight stitches per inch because 
would have made the math a lot easier. So I got that done and the pattern should be written up hopefully this week if I'm confident that, you know, I've put the finishing touches on it and it's ready for publication. In addition to that, I have also started another pair of self-striping socks. And this time the yarn I'm using is tie-dye sock from Knit One Crochet Two in the colorway Minerals. And it's really cool. It's a little, like the stripes are not like solid line, go to the next color, solid line, go to the next color. It actually blends a little bit and speckles before you lead into the next color. It's kind of nice. I have yet to decide what heel I'm going to do on these. These are top down and I was really super brave when I started these socks. I cast them on at Knit Group and succeeded. <laughs> I typically don't do anything at Knit Group that requires counting because I always mess it up, but it actually worked out perfectly. I cast on and have knit probably five of six inches on the first leg. So typically I do my socks two at a time on two sets of DPNs. However, because I had run out of things to knit at Knit Group and I just started it straight from the center of the ball, I was unable to do the two at a time like I normally do. So what I typically do is take a skinny yarn and I will wind it out into two equally measured balls so I can start at the center of both balls and knit at the same time but I was unable to do that. And now I'm past the point of no return of having two socks working at the same time. So fingers crossed that I don't get like second sock syndrome or anything like that. And that I finish it. So when I finish the first one, I'm going to have to like cast on the next one immediately so that I don't lose my momentum on that. Should be pretty cool, but I'm still deciding on what heel I'm going to use. And there's so many options. I don't know what I'm going to do. I want to knit all the heels, which is totally, totally possible because I apparently have all of the sock yarn. No issues with that. My stash is fully stocked and I will definitely not run out of wonderful colors with which to make socks. So that's pretty cool. What else have I been doing? So I haven't cast on, but I have a shawl kind of in the works. Um, I've swatched for it like three times out of three different yarns and two different needle sizes trying to get the right fabric that I want for the finished product. I have the yarn that I want. I finally have the, um, the needle size and the gauge and all that worked out and all of my measurements and that's coming along really nicely. And in as soon as I get done recording this episode, I'm going to bind off my last swatch and block it because I think I'm finally to where I exactly where I want to be with this. That's really cool, but I'm not going to let myself cast it on until I finish writing up the pattern for the good intention socks. And that my friends is what I've got going on in spinning my wheels. Well, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. Sorry, it was so long since I last recorded, but I should have plenty of opportunities in the next couple of weeks to get a lot done. So I have a lot to tell you about in a couple of weeks when I record again. Thank you all for tuning in to hear what I've got going on. And to everyone who's just joining us, thanks for giving me a try. I'm going to lead out this episode with a song called White Winter Hymnal by the Fleet Foxes. It was released in 2008, and I figured it was extremely fitting for the weather that we've been having. I think spring is right around the corner, so I should have a lot more outdoor adventures coming up here in the near future. And I can't wait to share all those with you. Thanks again, guys. As always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at a joyful girl knits at gmail.com. Catch me on Ravelry as Forever a Handmaid and follow me on Instagram under the same. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. I was following me, I was following me, I was following me.
little heads from falling in the snow And I turn around and there you go And Michael, you would fall